And that's how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, you haven't called her back. I've never watched a single episode of that show, and I'm proud of it. I've watched like three, and that was enough for me. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was a I was a pretty big fan back in the day, but we it, it know doesn't you hold were. Up. <laughs> of course, he never did hold up. <laughs> no, it, no, that's what I'm saying. It just doesn't. I mean, it couldn't hold. Uh, what do you mean? Like it wasn't it just, good. Yeah, yeah, it was never good to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> like back in like 2004, 2005, there weren't many. Uh, I don't know. There weren't a lot of like quality shows out, so there was like slim pickings. I don't know. Oof, well, I liked it. I'm not. I'm not going to be ashamed that I like it. You but should now- be ashamed. <laughs> 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 uh, this. this- Brings a whole new layer to your Joe Pesci scale. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't take your ratings seriously. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even rate How I Met Your Mother. I just said oh, I watched. God. Wait, how many Joe Pesci's would you give How I Met Ooh. Your Mother? So it's like nine seasons, right? Uh, I would say like the first couple seasons are watchable. They're okay. not like complete dog shit, but it's not like, it, you know, it's a CBS sitcom. And then after that, it goes super downhill. The ending sucks. So Joe Pesci wise, I'll give How I Met Your Mother like a, I'll give it a 3.5. I'll be generous. Damn. That's still way too high. <laughs> That's three Joe Pesci's too high. <laughs> <laughs> so you would give it a 0.5. Fair enough. I, I've honestly, I don't even think I've seen a full episode, but like things here and there, I just like just on site, I don't like it. Yeah, no, I, I don't blame anybody for not liking that show. It, it, is, it is very much dog shit. But like, you know, like Neil Patrick Harris is Barney. He's not too bad. This is the How I Met Your Mother episode. I'm so excited today. I'm honestly, I'm fucking thrilled. Yeah, tell, tell the us, news. tell tell us your big news. Tell the commies, yeah. guys. I fucking walked into Outback today and said, you know what? Today's my last day here. Hey. How did you exactly do yeah. it? You got to give context to the background. Okay. The people need to know the story. Okay, so here's the long story long, fellas. so started off i'm a bartender at an outback steakhouse been there for like five years i work my ass off for this place you know what i mean and i'm not saying they don't ever do things for me but i do a lot for these motherfuckers and uh recently apparently my boss decided he didn't want me to bartend anymore but instead of talking to me about that he talked to a to a 22 year old chick that I work with, like one of my peers, not one of my, like somebody who's been there a quarter of the time as me, not like a boss. You know what I mean? Was he trying to be cool to this like young woman? Be like, Hey, isn't Cody such a loser? He's not a creep like that. I think it's just, I honestly just think he's a dickhead and didn't think his actions through. Um, Well, you know, yeah. And (laughs) And so I, I found out because that girl told somebody who told somebody who told my roommate. So like I heard it forthhand, meaning who knows how long it's been going around the restaurant. I don't want Cody Cannon behind my fucking fuck you, dude. And fuck Outback Steakhouse. Y'all can suck my dick. We we heard it all the way here in L.A. Just so you know, that rumor, that rumor has been around for a while now. Yeah, I believe it. It's an old Outback uh, myth. <laughs> yeah, and it's never behind a bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I, so wait. Did you shove his face in a blooming onion? So no, I just walked in, and he's had weeks to talk to me, but I just keep instead of talking to me, he doesn't even know that I know, other than the fact that I haven't been put on the schedule. So he never confronted me about it today, and I just went up to the other management because we haven't worked together since I got back since I heard all this shit. And I was just like, you know what, guys? Today's my last day. And they were like, what about next week? And I was like, you only have me scheduled a couple days. They're not bar shifts. Y'all can fit. It's just 
it's y'all can figure it out. You know what I mean? I've been, I've ate shit for this place too long and like nothing against like the middle management. They're a bunch of sweetie pies and I adore them, but fuck my boss. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you were like, this is the great resignation, bitch. And then just no. walk out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to make money. So I was like, today's my last day. Um, and nice. then the, I could have, I could have, I could have just worked the days they had me scheduled next week too, but I did not want, I don't want. Mm-mm. So do you have something else lined up? I got two jobs in the bag already, baby. Nice. I mean, people know me around town. I've been serving and bartending and cooking around Morgantown for ages. Literally. The first place I walked in immediately after leaving, they were like, uh, you're hired, but just apply online so we get all your information. But you just like, walked in and they saw you and you go, you're hired. <laughs> they didn't, yeah, you didn't even ask if they're hiring. They're just like, you, get in the back. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we need a man like you around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then the second place, I walked into this bougie restaurant around town and the owner knows me. We've drank together and stuff like that. And he was, I was just like, you hiring man. He was like front or back of house. Cause the answer is yes. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, I can do both. He said, would you be interested in doing both? I was like, train me in every position. My guy, he said, uh, we'll talk Monday. <laughs> and, uh, you should have been like, would you be interested in paying me for both? Oh, he will. All right. Just, just trying to make sure you get that money, dog. Dude, I'm going to get my bag. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, You know who else got the bag? I knew, I knew someone was going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say something that would at least get us somewhat into a segue. But. The only person that got or people that got the bag in Man of Steel was the insurance companies that work in Metropolis. <laughs> they got the bag. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> they definitely got the bag. Yeah, they collected big. <laughs> <laughs> Whole third act of that movie is just collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So that's, uh, that's well, this uh, episode, y'all. We're talking the Man of Steel himself. My roommate's favorite poster. <laughs> what what is the poster for man of steel what is it's, it it's just the thumbnail it's like a picture of uh he's flying in the sky flying yeah, yeah. oh is it is it close up it's just like him yeah, no. on him oh, with like a blurry earth below like sky below him is he in a jesus pose no nah, he's he's in the uh the flying pose. Yes. The, the oh, standard. he's at the top of the poster, right? Exactly. Like in the cities. Okay, I know yeah. which one you're talking about. Why? Because I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. Today we discuss Zack Snyder's Man of Steel, a pivotal movie in the DC Universe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. Honestly, I'll say something. When the trailer first came out, I saw it in theaters. I was like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah, same. Because like, it, was, it was a cool trailer. And yeah. I actually don't dislike the movie. Yeah, I love I love the movie. I want to say I love it and I don't I can't say overall that I hate it. You know, like I, I there's plenty of things I like and I think Zack Snyder got right about Superman for sure. It's not like compared to like Batman versus Superman, this movie's way better. I, oh yeah, easily. A lot more leaps better. and bounds. That being said, I you know, I do have qualms with the movie, but where do you guys want to start? Why don't we start with the fact that it's one of the first times we see Zack Snyder's uh, like diluting the colors, which is actually oh, yeah. one of my beefs with it. Absolutely. And it's actually one of my beefs with all of his movies. It's like, dude, why do you have to like, like the reason like I love that Marvel leans into it. Like, hey, our characters are colorful. Literally, mm, Marvel isn't that much better. In yes, terms it, of color. It totally is. Especially if like, you if you go by like first Avengers with Captain America's bright ass blue costume. Hulk being green, Iron Man's red and gold suit. Yeah, I mean, in that sense, sure. But I feel like even the Marvel movies tend to be a little bit muted. Like even Eternals, like it gave me that. It almost had a Zack Snyder vibe because of that reason. Like it, it was but very not like, Thor Ragnarok. The Ragnarok no, is not Ragnarok. super bright and colorful. Yeah, I think Ragnarok is like one of the ones that make that difference. You know, like that was incredibly Guardi- like Guardians colorful. are super Guardians colorful. are colorful, and uh, Infinity War isn't colorful. I would say Winter Soldier's not. You're right about that. I mean, his I'm not saying they're like not muted. colorful. Like it's just like muted. That's the best way I could describe it. Like 
uh, like even Guardians or a lot of these movies, even to go to the fucking um, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, like it's so dark, you know, like literally dark. Like in, And the reason they do that is because of like all the CGI they need to use. I don't know if that's why Zack Snyder's doing it, but it's definitely a choice, you know? Yeah, I agree. I just don't think Marvel does it to the degree that uh, DC. No, 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 definitely not. Not, even, definitely not. not even because it's almost like, like, what's the point of having him wear a blue suit if you can barely see the fact that it's blue? <laughs> right, which is why in Justice League, at least the first cut of it, he is way more blue. Yeah, he's way more blue. Which I actually didn't mind that costume. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I did too. I don't like. I do not like the S. I don't like his his Kryptonian S. I like the S. Movie. I like the S. I think it's fine. It gives it a, it gives it a plausible reason to wear an S because otherwise it is kind of cheesy that he's wearing an S. Yeah, but I like that it's like the sigil of House L or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah it it would be like if all, Jon Snow wears a wolf on his armor, kind of yeah, like that. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. he says, it means hope because that's what his dad tells him. But yeah, but I, I remember a lot of people know? hated that line. <laughs> I mean, that line might have been stupid, but the reason behind the S, I don't think, is that stupid. Right, like Jor-El, Russell Crowe, I love him in that movie. Yeah, yeah he was awesome. Jor-El. I think he's a better hero than Clark in the movie, to be honest. For sure. Yeah, Jor-El was that dude. <laughs> like, he was like, that dude. That's what I like about, so what I really like about the movie, I thought they did Krypton really well. Uh, going yeah. back to like what you just said, the colors were still kind of muted, but Krypton, I don't know, it doesn't need to be colorful for me, but... That whole first sequence, I really, really like the first part of the movie. Yeah, the opening oh, is great, cool. honestly. It's incredible. Top of the line. It's really, yeah, it's really cool. Even with the the penis pods that they send uh, Zod and them into. <laughs> yeah. But even yeah. like, like it's interesting because like, I guess they changed it in the comics, but originally Krypton is all about like, you can't, kids are born, like there's no sex, like it's a sexless world. Like yeah. you just, but Clark Kent is one of the only ones that are born, or Kal El is the only ones that are born like naturally. True. Yes. Yep. Which is like a cool, not cool, but it's like a very the movie's very mo- leans into the sci-fi aspect of of Superman more than. I mean, it's like almost like Reed Krypton Rock. was kind of a communist country. It's that every person mm-hmm. had their role. I mean, Zod even says in the movie, he's like, I was born for the sole purpose right. of defending Krypton. I spent my entire life training, you know, just like this person, you would be born and you're going to be trained in mathematics. You'll be a scientist. Like every person was designed to play a role into better society. Yeah. The fact that this person was born out of a silly thing like love <laughs> <laughs> is blasphemy. Yeah, dude. Honestly, Michael Shannon Zod is it's great. I liked it. I liked him as Zod a lot. Incredible. What do you think they purposely gave him like a Caesar haircut? So yeah, he could for be more sure. Like for sure. Like exactly like Caesar. Exactly I guess, like so. Caesar. Yeah, that's the. I noticed that too right away. I thought that was cool. I love Michael Shannon. He's a great fucking actor. Mm-hmm. Great actor. That move his. In my opinion, one of the best DC, if not the single, may second best DC movie villain they've had. They've had on second best. I'd say next to who? Heath Ledger? Probably. Well, just the Joker's villain. Like, yeah. And honestly, all of the Joker's have been better. Well, not all, but mm. most of them have been better than. I mean, Shannon. Man of Steel starts a whole new era, like the Snyder era of the DC movies. And in that, in that case, I would say he's the best villain out of all the ones we've seen so far from there. That's I would true. Yeah. That. yeah. Way better than fucking, uh, Lex Luthor. Oh, a hundred percent. I don't know why they chose. What's that actor's name again? Jesse Eisenberg. God, why would you choose that? What a dumb choice. Cause yeah. they, they were like, Oh, we're going to be cool and basically make, Mark Z- Lex Luthor like Mark Zuckerberg. Literally. Yeah, yeah but they made him five. such like a sniveling, like a... <laughs> the yeah, back. that's what was like, even it was worse. so dumb. Because, like, dude, I, I mean, I know we all watched the Superman animated series. Dude, Lex Luthor was A, kind of black, and B, he was like a big motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, he was like big and strong, yeah. and he was like a businessman. Like, he wasn't like some sniveling, like, oh, I'm gonna... Like, I just hated that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's black, but as a kid, I always thought Lex Luthor in the animated series was like supposed to be black, but I guess he's not. He's not white for sure. Yeah, they definitely shoot him. He's not even voiced, I think, by a white voice actor in the animated series. Right. And I like that. I thought it was a cool, you yeah, know, do it, too, it doesn't yeah. change anything about Luther, but it, it gave the animated series Luther like a different 
Yeah. Like way different than Gene Hackman for sure, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah. my God. Superman Returns. <laughs> That's a shitty Superman movie. Like all That's around. a terrible Superman movie. Such a bad movie. It's so dumb. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that movie, it may be in some ways, like I don't like the ending of Man of Steel. I'm already throwing that out there, but Superman Returns, like he lifts a kryptonite island. Like what? Like that's his one weakness, and like it, do, it that doesn't make sense to me. Like, but why in is the he comics, he's always getting like stabbed with kryptonite shit, and he lives. It, Superman is almost impossible to kill, even with the one thing that weakens him. No, true, but in that movie specifically, even like the smallest amount of kryptonite, like Brandon Routh is like, oh, oh no. Uh, but yeah. like then he can lift the whole island. I'm just like, whatever. Dude, that's the power of hope, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which I never, like the movie does harp on that, Man of Steel, but it I never felt hope. I don't ever feel like the characters feel hope. It's always so bleak throughout the whole plot, you know? Well, if I may dive into some Superman history. Please dive in. Uh, Kal-El is actually a Hebrew name. Yes, and, and it means light of God. So, and Joel Schuster and Jerry Siegel made uh, Superman, and he's based off of you know Moses. We talked about this with Abraham too. Yeah, and they're both and they're both Jewish. The creators. And they're both Jewish. Yeah. So like like you know Clark being sent off in a spaceship is very reminiscent of Moses being sent down a river in a basket to be you know hundred oh, percent to like yeah. free the people one day and mm. so like yeah. I do dig that and that like Superman is like supposed to be the beacon of truth justice and the american way even though they changed that motto now they Thank did God. yeah what is what it did they change it to it's still truth justice and a better tomorrow yeah there we go i like that i, I like that, that too it's not totally fine i think that's better it's way better i don't <laughs> yeah i don't think that like if to, uh, Superman were in today's America, he would be pro whatever the government's doing. You know what I mean? No, he would not be right. down with that. Yeah, none of the children being in cages or you know trying to take women's bodily on autonomy and killing of brown people overseas. Yeah, Superman, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, Superman has always been around. You know, through since the forties, right? Since the thirties, forties. Yeah. So the comics. I mean, I I can't say I'm an expert on Superman comics by any means, but more recent comics, he's definitely written by more liberal people as a, a more liberal character. You know, I don't know if that's how he's always been, but the American way, that's a good point. It, it, what does it mean now? It's shit. <laughs> so there is actually one line from Man of Steel that kind of bothered me even when I saw it, just because it's like, eh. he goes, there's a part, it's actually at the end when he's talking to the general. Who we now know as Martian Manhunter, which is stupid. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> help at all in the movie. Yeah, and he's like, uh, he's like, well, we don't know who you really are. And he's like, I'm from Kansas. I'm about as American as it gets. And I was like, Kansas makes you more American than someone being from New York or yeah, or Cal- Like that's stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, that, but, yeah, but I mean, like the it's the American heartland. You know what I mean? Like, like the backbone of America. Yeah, yeah how's that exactly. doing economically right now? <laughs> <laughs> they always say, "Hey, man, don't." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm shitting on Kansas. Oh, my brother says it's the worst state to drive through because it's so flat. Yeah, Oklahoma's flat. When I drove out here and I drove through Oklahoma, my god. You've never seen flatter land in your life. <laughs> it was actually the first was, driving through Oklahoma was the first time I ever saw tumbleweeds in real life. Nice. Oh, nice. And they're fucking huge, man. They're like monster truck tires. Some of them. Yeah. Dude, they get massive. I don't think I've ever seen a tumbleweed. Dude, it's, it was crazy. I was like, they don't have them in the Bronx. They got a different kind of weed in the Bronx. Hey, hey. hey. Oh. speaking of that, I'm going to hit my vape pen because I'm cool. Yeah, I just got ripped. Rip Van Winkle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like back in the day, like sometimes you'd hear like really strong weed be called like kryptonite or something. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. You, ever, you remember sure. that? There's, there's definitely also, a song. There's a big boy song from Outkast called Kryptonite. Yeah. yeah He's yeah, like, yeah. I be, I be on that, that kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song bang. Uh, Is it better than Three Doors Down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <The> hard yes. <laughs> yes. Anything is. I will throw yeah. hands with somebody who says otherwise. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys have a favorite Superman-related song? 
There's one from Tony Hawk that I love. It's just called Superman. That one's the best. It's like a, what's the name of the band? Goldfinger. There we go. Uh, yeah. Soldier Boy song. Do that Superman. <laughs> Superman that ho. Yeah, Superman that ho. That's a good one. I think Soldier Boy and Hans Zimmer should team up to do the score for the next <laughs> Superman movie. <laughs> Man of Steel did have a sick score. I, I did like it. Of course, that was Hans Z. Yeah. Z. VHZ himself. General Zimmer. General Zimmer. But, I mean, I feel like one thing, Anthony, we've talked about this and we can't let it go. One thing I do hate about Man of Steel is the fact that he let his dad die. Yeah. It makes it makes no sense. No sense at all. No it sense. It makes at no all. sense at all. And Kevin Costner so just like dumb. he's like, stop. Don't save me. I don't want people to know that you have powers. It's like, yeah. dude, first off, Superman is so fast that he could have saved him without anyone noticing. I was okay, so I always thought that, right? But I rewatched the movie this morning and okay, so by the time when we first meet Superman in the movie, present day, he can't even fly yet. Yeah. So Maybe he didn't have enough powers to save him in that exact, you know, like, you know, fly. I'll give it that much. He could have ran. He could have still sprinted and saved him. Yeah, no, there's a million things he could have done. Like, he's obviously stronger than Pa. Like, he's obviously stronger than Kevin Costner. But he's just like, like, right, he puts up the hand. And then he tells Lois Lane, oh, I let my father die because I trusted him. Like, what? What? Yeah, that's the dumbest fucking thing also, and then he goes on to pretty shit. much show his face like for the rest of history, you know? Yep. Dude, like, dude <laughs> Superman playing that shit to Lois Lane is just some sad boy shit. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm tortured, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Superman for that. That's something Morpheus would do in uh, The Sandman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, that absolutely, uh, that, that was the first biggest sin of the movie for me because i like i do like yeah the biggest sin the movie sin because i do like how they show clark as a kid (laughs) like i like how they show him growing up and realizing his powers like he can't you know he's he's hearing too much he's seeing too much i really like that like young clark they got that right that part was cool that all his whole childhood was dope yeah I mean, it was sad boy childhood for him. Sad boy. (laughs) No, man, he lived that life. He had superpowers, man. Yeah, but he he was always sad. Like, if he got into a fight, he can't, like, beat the shit out of anyone. He can't hit them back because they'll kill them. Yeah, dude. And he has to hide being himself. That's, you know, there's metaphors there for sure. But, you know, being a kid and not being able to be yourself to that extreme, that's got to be hard. I think Zack Snyder knows all about that. <laughs> I saw I saw a really oh, good well no seriously I would actually argue yes yeah. he, he's both a father and he's had a daughter who committed suicide I right no you're right yeah I'm sure right, that's yeah. you know I'm sure he dealt with his daughter's depression for years before that happened so right yeah so. I, I don't really shit on Zack Snyder as like like yeah he's an edgelord but he's not like the worst filmmaker out there no abs- absolutely not yeah I would not say that I but, saw a really oh sorry no, go ahead, go ahead. There's too many butts in this movie, so well, go ahead. This, uh, I saw a really cool video the other day. This, this is a stand-up comedian. He's talking to a dude in the audience, and uh, he's like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a director. He's like, oh, pff, yeah, right. He's like, this is in L.A. He's like, everyone in this town is a director. He's, he's like, he's like, he's like, would I know some stuff you've done? He's like, you might. And he's like, well, what, what are your initials? And he's like, ZS. And he's like, and the, the comedian like, thinks about it. And he goes, I don't know what, Zack Snyder? And he's like, yeah, I'm Zack Snyder. And he like <laughs> looks at him. He's like, oh, shit. And it was Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. Zack Snyder wasn't being a dick or anything. He was like, no, he's yeah. like, hell, like he didn't even want to be talked to, like, you know, heckled, but it was cool. He was yeah. like, yeah. I thought that's a cool yeah. story. I I don't listen. Like I don't hate Zack Snyder. Like I I just think his choices are are a little weird sometimes. Like yeah, though a lot of people defend the movie and say, well, this is J- Zack Snyder's take on Superman, which is fine. I mean, any movie is going to be someone's take on a character. But what bothers me is that for a lot of it, his take on the character is like really like comic accurate. Like Krypton, to going back to Krypton, to how he's, you know, raised as a child, like a lot of it tracks for me. And then suddenly it doesn't. Like he goes way too hard to the like Jesus aspect. Uh, like, and you said before, like it's not even that he's based off of Jesus. Like it's definitely a Moses. Yeah, he's not even origin. supposed to be based off of Jesus. Yeah. But this movie hammers really oh, for sure. hard that when he, he's when he, Jesus. when he goes out of the spaceship, yep. he's like, 
Yep. <laughs> and then even before that, when he's in church talking to the priest and like yeah, a yeah, little bit yeah. out of focus, you see Jesus behind him. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course we know as the movies go on, he dies and comes back to life. Like Jesus. Know, like Jesus. People really do see him as a and even Jorel at the beginning of the movie, like when he's about to send him off, he says to Laura, his wife, he's like, they may see him as a god. And yeah. she doesn't really like that. Yeah. She kind of gives him a face like, mm, mm. that's not why we're doing this. Yeah, for real. And I don't think he should be seen as a god. And I don't think he in the movie nor in the comics does Clark He doesn't ever- want to be seen as a god. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I like? I like in some of the comics when they do Lex Luthor, like Lex Luthor has a point. And like, there've been some cool comics where Lex Luthor is like, dude, if like, if you really like just leave this planet and we'll be fine. He's like, your very existence here attracts like interdimensional cosmic villain. Like, you know what I mean? Like just dip, let us like be humans and evolve on our own without you saving us every five seconds and making us like weaker and softer. And I do agree with that. But Lex Luthor, the problem with that is Lex Luthor is only really saying that because he wants to be, it's almost like how a lot of like richer people will be like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, like Lex Luthor could definitely advance the earth, but he's going to make money doing it. You know, like he's not doing it for the greater good. He's doing it for his own good. Yeah. In the comics, he's not in this movie, obviously, but. Yeah. In some iteration, have you ever read uh, Luthor by Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermuda? I did, but I can't honestly say I remember what like the plot was. Well, it was, it was like that, but. Like Lex Luthor has even joined the Justice League at some points. Like he's not always. Lex Luthor ran for president and won. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He beat uh, Pete Ross, who's in this movie, Superman's best friend, the redheaded dude with the glasses. Yeah, that's also very comic accurate. This is what I'm saying. Some things are like extremely accurate in the movie, and then others are like, what? I mean, I even liked. I liked Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White. Yeah, we needed more of him. I thought that was good casting. Yeah, he was great. I wish he had more to do. And dude, the fight with him against the other Kryptonians in Kansas is dope. Oh, it was. It was. And Laura, too. She was great. Segments are fucking sick. Yeah, like yeah. that fight. What was her name? Aora. Yeah, Aora. Dude, she's a badass. And I, that was the first time in like modern superhero movies where you finally, dude, like that part where she just like super speed kills all those soldiers. Yeah. I was like, that's sick. That's how they would fight. Like you would actually, if you were to watch Superman fight Zod in real life, you could barely keep track of how fast yeah, they Yeah, kind of like DBZ. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah. well, well, what, I mean, I'm going to be nitpicking this one part. Oh, here we go. How are they so strong? Superman's been on Earth for literally, they say, okay, to go back to even more to Jesus, uh, Zod or someone says they were in space for 33 years, which is exactly how old Jesus was when he died. So yeah. hammering that in even more. But so Superman's 33 and he's still like, he only just got like full power, I guess. But they're on Earth for like, how long? Were they in the solar system, I guess? That makes That's sense. actually, that would make sense to me because even if they're in the solar system, they're still eating the sun's rays you know they don't right. have to be on earth right they could be on mars or jupiter and they'd still be getting hit and it's yeah. not only that but as soon as they got that power they're already trained killing that's a, yeah, yeah that's another that's thing superman was not a trained fighter Absolutely, whereas these people yeah. were and I, I like that part where zod's armor gets fucked up and there's, yeah. there's too much stimuli and he's like ah but then yeah. he like comes back and he like focuses and masters that shit but yeah. I feel like in that moment, Clark almost does what a villain would do. He's like, oh, yeah, that used to happen to me. This is how I got over it, which is like a Superman thing to do. But he's helping Zod in that way. Like Zod's like, oh, yeah. But, you know, this is I don't know. Like this is his first role doing some shit like this. Like I don't mind the collateral damage too much just because it's like, yeah, I don't know if he would necessarily think right away to take this battle to space. Or even if he did, I was even saying before, like that doesn't mean Zod would follow him. He wanted to kill humanity. Right. Zod would try and come back to planet and kill everybody. My problem is that like it's excessive collateral damage. It's not just like one or two buildings. It's like Kansas it is, it is and super Metropolis. Excessive. Like so okay, and this is this is why okay, yeah. like we're maybe this is jumping ahead, but no, fuck this it. is why the end really bothers me. There's so much collateral damage, right? Superman is going through buildings, Zod and Feora are going through buildings, buildings are falling, planes are crashing, yeah. gas trucks are just oil Boiling trucks are just up. exploding. <laughs> so people are dying. There's no way those buildings were empty. There's no way people weren't trapped under rubble, uh, right? Did you see Batman vs. Superman? Bruce Wayne evacuated a lot of those oh, buildings. Right. Oh, right. 
right, right. <laughs> I, I, no, but you're that right. Being honestly, said, that being I'm said, fucking... at the at the very end, but like, okay, I'll give you some leeway for that. I'm just still. using like, actual, you know, yeah, things yeah, no, from... <laughs> like I, I can't even say no to that. But that being said, when he snaps Zod's neck, it's to save four people. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he should have been killed him. If, if he was that good. was the case. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, mm, I, I can't. That ending, I'm, I can't. I'm I just down, can't. I'm honestly down with him killing General Zod. Why would you leave that man alive? He's hell-bent on destroying I, humanity. I think it's just the character of Superman. I just can't see him doing that. Even this version of Superman, I don't... Like, he obviously regrets it, right? He's not doing... The, it's yeah. not murder, right? He's not like, fuck you, Zod. Like, this is premeditated. Yeah. He's like, fuck, this is what I have to do. But... I don't know. I I don't like it. I don't like, like you could have, they established early on, right? That like what they do on Krypton to Zod and his crew, you could freeze them and put them in a black hole. That technology doesn't know that he wasn't raised on Krypton. Right. And I, I exactly, but Jor-El, the hologram knows everything. And he tells Clark about the codex. He could like talk to you. Like he's still alive. There's no reason why he couldn't tell Clark. Oh, here's a better way. Yeah. Well, and like to go further, because I know you have a good point about this and I don't want to be like, this is the answer, right? But in, in towards the beginning of the movie, okay, Jor-El's talking to Clark and he, this is what he says when he's talking about the S symbol, right? He's like, that's what the symbol means. The symbol of the House of L means hope. Embodied within that hope is the fundamental belief in the potential of every person to be a force for good. That's what you could bring them. So he, he's saying, you know, Superman needs to be a role model for the people of Earth. And then he's like, you will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They'll race behind you. They'll stumble. They'll fall. But in time, they'll join you in the sun. In time, you'll help them accomplish wonders. So Jor-El obviously is like, to me, that makes me think Jor-El isn't thinking about killing Zod. You know, like he, he's saying, like, I would take that if like I was writing the movie and I'm like, that's the reason for Clark to be like, no, I have to spare him because there's the potential of every person to be a force for good. You know, that's how I took it at least. Yeah. But I don't think general Zod was really redeemable by then. I don't think he was redeemable, but that's the thing. Like me and you would not be as nice as Superman. You know, if we had his power and Zod's murdering people, we'd probably snap his neck too. I'm not denying that what he did was necessarily the wrong choice. I just think as a character choice for Superman, it's just not what Superman does. Like he always finds a different way. Like, even if he beat the shit out of him, fine. Like, Superman, that, that could fly with me. But the fact that he just snapped his neck. What if he just gouged his eyes out? <laughs> that, would be, that would be a bit too much. <laughs> would that satisfy you, Anthony? It wouldn't. It wouldn't. That wouldn't satisfy me. But I, I said too much about that. I want to hear your guys' opinion about that scene. I, uh, yeah, I don't disagree with it, man. And I don't view it as that. I mean, I'm fine with him killing just that one time ever. And then being like, no, I fucked up bad. Like I need to, and it would make, it would make for a good reason why if there were good sequel movies, why he would let villains like Les Luthor live instead of killing them. Cause he could be like, no, like you can do better. You can actually help humanity. You don't have to be as criminal. So I'm fine with him killing Zod that one time. I'm also like, dude, like some people are not going to give you the option to simply, uh, like let them live. Like if he was like, no, I'm going to let you live. Zod's like, I'm going to spend my life trying to break out of this, whatever and kill like he even said he's like either i die or like they die right he says it in the movie so yeah, he, he does. he's, he's hell-bent right, yeah. on killing humanity i truly felt like there was no there just was no other option hmm. i like that take jake i like it and also it also like from a from a comic book standpoint it is a little too tropey for like ah oh, the villains are always left alive and alive and alive to terrorize again and again and again <laughs> like people die in real life like there's consequences you know for sure but like when we talk about MCU movies i think we've all said like we don't like that they kill them off you know like we like to see them return in that sense not necessarily story wise but like but to like see it, some of them return yeah some of them but and also, then oh sorry go ahead go ahead no you go ahead no you go ahead you go ahead no, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, all I was going to say is like, uh, in regards to the Marvel thing, when that was Zod's death, felt like there was gravity to it, mm. much in a much more like you could tell it affected him in a much different way than it happens in a lot of the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. care a lot that Superman 
did this. I agree with that, actually. And I would almost say you're right. It almost seems in Marvel movies, once the villain gets killed, they're like completely, the heroes are completely over it. Yeah. <laughs> like Superman, like if you, I feel like he almost mourned Zod, like the last of his people who thought he was yeah. doing what was right for Kryptonians, not necessarily for Earth. Yeah, well, going back to what you said when Zod is like, this is why I was born. Yeah. He's like, like well, now you defeat, you got rid of my purpose. That's I have a nothing cool left line. to live yeah, for. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a cool line, which is almost like, yeah, think about his motivation. Like, you just took what was left of his people, like 12 Kryptonians left. They're dead. Yeah. And now, like, yeah. And even on a genetic level, like, yeah, you're right. He was like bred for a sole purpose and he now can't even do that. So he right. would like almost crack and start but murdering. To go back, to go back to what, we were talking about before if Zack Snyder is trying so hard to make Superman this Jesus figure that's just not something Jesus would do Jesus wouldn't snap a dude's no. neck my that's Jesus not true yeah. <laughs> 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 not my Jesus. I don't know if you remember that part of the New Testament but <laughs> Jesus snaps some necks there's a there's a line from Eastbound and Down where Danny McBride is talking he's narrating and he goes like, and I, he's like, I consider myself a Jesus figure who looked at the Romans with blood in his eyes, got off the cross and said, my turn now, cocksuckers. Jesus don't fuck around. Uh, Our Jesus kills, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, dude he said, he, he talked bad about the banks. He was trying to break some necks. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, I mean, Judas did kill himself. One might argue that Jesus led him to it, you know? Yeah, dude, he used his powers, super yeah. Yeah, he used his me, 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 mind power. <laughs> yeah. Judas was like, oh my God, I need to hang myself. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Jesus is like Charles Xavier in our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To me, my Christ men. <laughs> no, but yeah, dude, Jesus be snapping next. But I do uh, think I do think your beef with the ending is totally legitimate. Honestly, yeah, I think a lot of people have that issue. Like again, like I'm, I've, I, I just that's don't why find I it to be that big a deal. But I agree, I see why people are like, yeah, well, man, my Superman doesn't murder. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I'm with Jake in the sense that, like, I think it's kind of cool. It makes sense. It's his first real battle. That's true. Right. Yeah, it's like Superman Year One, basically that movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's just like, it's just like, what's the one thing? Superman doesn't do and it's kill like sure you could find a moment in the comics where he does kill Zod once but it's not like a yeah but you're also talking about the same exact universe where in the next movie Batman kills everybody right I don't like that either. which is I also sad <laughs> yeah like it's just like that's a good defense I'm just saying like lofty expectations for the that's true but this is what I'm saying, like, like Snyder, baby. <laughs> that's why i tried to lay out how much of the movie i like you know like i think he gets a lot right and then he just takes that turn and then whatever if the movie ended and he puts zod in the quote on not they don't call the phantom zone but that's what it is if that's what he put him in yeah maybe it's not going to be a strong ending you're right about that but I just, I just, I wish it could have just ended any other way. Just any other way. That's all. I didn't, That's I, fair. Like, like you said, he could have, why couldn't he have flown up? Like, why couldn't he have done that? You know, he could have just. But Zod would have just flown back to Earth. Right. But in, in the sense that, like, you could have trapped him again. That was something yeah. they established that it exists in that universe. Yeah. They just chose to be like, fuck that. Like, he'll kill instead. I don't know. I could. That's all. I have nothing else to say about that except I don't like it. And you know, like I liked the it's way, his interpretation. Uh, what's her name? Feora. Feora. Oh, yeah. she was great. She was I awesome. like she was one of the coolest characters, uh, dude. When how did she die? Like she just explodes in the. She in the ship. she's in the in the yeah she's in the ship when what's his name from Law and Order. Yeah, my boy. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's, his name? what's his the actor's name? Why am I Chris, Chris Maloney? Chris Maloney, there yeah, you go. When he, yeah. he puts the dives the ship into the phantom yeah. Uh, zone. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They call him Guardian. I wonder if he's supposed to be like that Superman character that has the shield. You know who I'm talking about? I don't. He's actually. like a Metropolis defender. Like when Superman dies, like he's one of the people that come around. He's like, I'll defend Metropolis. Yeah. There's uh, you know, in Man of Steel, the general's number two, that woman. 
Yeah. But she's like, I just think he's kind of hot at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, if you look at her name tag, it is, uh, it's Green Lantern's uh, girlfriend's name, the Air Force. Oh, Carol Carol, Ferris. Yeah, Carol Ferris, yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't notice that. Her name tag is Ferris, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So there's like, yeah, I don't know. There's actually like a lot more I like about Man of Steel than I don't like. I thought the flying looked cool. Uh, Yeah. I'm about to get real nerdy, but like, (laughs) I like, they they don't really explain it, but they kind of like, you know, showing way explain it. Okay, like, you know, he tries to fly and then he like crashes back down. Yeah. And then he like puts his fist down and you see like rocks levitating around him. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he can control, like he can't. It's not necessarily that he can fly so much as he can like control the gravity around him. Mm. Yeah, that's like, a good detail. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. Dude, the whole oh, man, I really like this movie. I probably <laughs> like it more than I definitely like it more than Anthony. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I really like this movie. Don't get I me mean, wrong. Like Henry Cavill as Superman is top notch. Like he's the care. He's Superman. He's yeah, got I think that he's a great down. Superman. They should have used him more. Yeah, I want to see him in Man of. I want to see Man of Steel too, but yeah, just not give Zack us Snyder's Superman movies. I don't want like yep. he doesn't need to be in other people's. You know, like like this might be not the popular take, but the non Snyder cut version of Justice League. I liked how they portrayed Superman in that. I hated the CGI uh, oh, God, getting rid yeah. of his mustache, but I liked how friendly he was <laughs> and how like not gloomy he was for some of the movie, at least the last, the second half. I liked it too, but I didn't like. In the, in the original Joss Whedon cut when he like, he's like, and I'm a big fan of justice when, when he says it to a, oh, that, yeah. what's his name? But Stephen, I feel like Stephen Superman Wolf? has to have a, a bit of corniness. You know what I mean? He can't he, be too cool. Yeah, he is corny. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is he's got, you got to have corniness. Uh, one of my favorite, and I can never remember the exact quote, but one of my favorite conversations, one of the things that like, because I feel like, as a Superman fan, like most people often go through a period where they're like, man, Superman's kind of whack. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people kind of grow, feel like they grow out of him. He's not edgy enough. He's like goody, goody, whatever. But uh, the speech about him and Kill Bill volume two. That's a good honestly, speech. Yeah. That monologue really, that's one of the things that I like, got me thinking and like convinced me to read think the way i view superman and this wait what does he say in the monologue i don't remember he says he's i don't remember word for word but basically he's like superman's secret identity is a human he's mild manner clark kent he slouches he's insecure he's clumsy he's weak he's not like assertive he's the exact opposite of like and he's like but that also tells you that in because he's trying to blend in with humanity that's how superman views humanity as weak Mm. And insecure, you know what I mean? Yeah. And which I, I mean, think is even a good way to look at it. Like, if you were to look at Lex Luthor's motivation, be like, dude, this guy clearly, like, even though he's helping us, he thinks we're incapable of fucking helping each other. Yeah. yeah. I see. I, 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 I could see that. I, yeah, but also, I don't know. I, I, there's plenty of comics where Superman's like, no, I trust, you know, I believe in humanity. Like, if he's acting that way, it's because if you saw this, like, huge Superman-looking dude just in an office with glasses, like, it might give it away. So he purposely has to just kind of hunch down. Like, at the end of Man of Steel, he puts on glasses, and, like, I, I feel like Lois Lane knows it's him. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's, but, like, to blend like, in welcome with to the. Pl- to blend she in says, with us, that's what he has planet. to do. Well, the Daily Planet. Yeah, but it's it's you know it has. Oh yeah, she meaning. she already knows he's he's great. Right? Like, she has to know. We already like, know that in Man of Steel, it's already established that she knows. But it's stupid because he all he does for everyone else, like you said before, like he just puts on glasses, but like he doesn't save his dad because he might reveal his secret. But he, when he, it he comes didn't have down, the glasses. If he had the glasses, he, he would have <laughs> saved his dad. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. What do you guys do? You guys have like Superman comics that like. I think we I think I know your answers already, but is there like a Superman comic that you really think like this is Superman for me? Yeah, well there's like ten really solid Superman stories. One we've already mentioned before is obviously All Star Superman is sick. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that later though. Yeah, we'll do a separate episode for All Star Superman because we wanna just talk about that. But like there are some like definitive uh one of mine's which I know I've told you guys about, uh Superman for all seasons. Ooh, love that one. Which is by Tim Sale yeah. and Jeff Loeb yet again. Yep. And that, yep. that's a, that's that's a, a really s- good one. Yeah, it's really good. Have you read Super, Superman Birthright? Yes. That's, that's awesome. Mark Wade. That's a good one. That's awesome. 
this one's kind of trippy, but the art is sick. This is Jim Lee. Superman 4 Tomorrow. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Man. It's kind of weird, honestly. But Yeah, it is. And actually, it's a different in, story. It's a different story. In that comic, Superman refuses to cure a priest with cancer. Yeah, yeah, right. But so, how does how is he able to cure him again? Like, how would he? Be I don't think to, they actually say it, but oh, gotcha. yeah, <laughs> but he's it, Superman, so he can do anything. Yeah, there's there's a Superman story by Jeff Johns called Superman Ending Battle. Oh, I never and read that. It's it's pretty good, but it's this story that really makes me harp on the no killing. Because in this one, right? Do you guys know he's actually I think my favorite Superman villain, Manchester Black. I don't know who that is. So he's so there's this team that they introduce called the Elite. And they're supposed to be good guys, but they're totally not because they're run by this this British superhuman called uh, Manchester Black. And he basically has like telepathic powers, something that Superman really doesn't have a defense for. Yeah. So it could, he's also like super strong, super durable. Like Superman just can't beat this dude. Like they established that like Superman just kind of has to like take him out and is like in a very like, I don't remember how he takes him out, but he doesn't. It's, it's kind of like temporary. Yeah. So after they introduce that in that own story, there's Superman ending battle and Manchester Black returns and he kidnaps Lois Lane and just throws a gauntlet of Superman's villains at him. Ooh. But he kind of makes Superman think that he killed Lois Lane. So Superman's pissed off. And when he finally gets to Manchester Black before finding out Lois isn't actually dead, he spares him because he's like, I still won't kill you. This won't let me do it. Like, it, the the story is more nuanced than that, but it, like he throws so much shit at Superman, and still Superman's like, "I'll let you live." Whereas in Injustice, Joker kills Lois Lane, and Superman's and he, like, "I am now evil." Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna murder and take over the world." Well, but it's also like that in uh, isn't it like that kind of in well in Kingdom Come he kills the Joker, doesn't he? Does he? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think in Kingdom Come, he just doesn't save the world anymore. He lives in exile. Yeah, he gives up, yeah. He gives up. He doesn't even like bother fighting anymore. But doesn't the Joker in Kingdom Come kill Lois Lane? Is that, I don't remember. I actually maybe. don't remember. You might be right. So that's what I mean. I feel like when Superman does kill someone, it changes his character to the point where like you have injustice. And I guess people like that, but I feel like that's like a too tropey. It's like su- evil Superman. Like we've seen so many villains that are just evil Superman, you know? Yeah. I like injustice, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Like I just Superman should be Superman and that's that. Like <laughs> currently in the comics, right? Like Superman the story is that Superman's getting a little older and he's kind of losing his powers. Yeah. And he has a son now, Jonathan Kent. Yeah. And Jonathan, Superman, he's now Superman. Superman went off to War World to fight Mongol. Oh, shit. So he, like, and they had established earlier on, like, in the future, Superman's like a prisoner on a War, war World. Yeah. And so his son has to be Superman now. And I don't know if you guys heard this, it was big in the news they revealed that his son is bisexual and yeah. that got so many people mad. They're like, Superman like what? Superman's gay. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, what's your problem? Like if no. anything, that's awesome that you made Superman, someone that not only straight white dudes could relate to dude. You and know? I'm going to go ahead and say that because of his superpowers, like, you know, just the fact that he can like move his muscles and things at faster, different rhythms. He probably gives a mean blowjob. <laughs> yeah. super blow job. yeah super blow job <laughs> yeah. dude it would be like you could just be like walking around the house and then just all of a sudden you're down and you're coming you know <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened to me so, man did you just suck so my dick scared. at supersonic speed <laughs> so fucking scared yeah you're just all of a sudden there was like a Blow of wind, and then your pants yeah, you are said, your and you're just <laughs> hey, that's 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 what they need to introduce into the yeah. Snyderverse. Yeah, we need to see <laughs> Superman giving head. <laughs> Have you guys seen? This is a weird segue because this doesn't happen in the show. But Superman and Lois, that CW show. No. Yes, I watched some of it and I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's not bad at all. It's not like a CW. I mean, it has CW. It has CW elements, but it's not complete cheese garbage. Yeah. Like I thought they got uh, Lois and Clark 
Well, yeah. I, thought, I, I think I they actually kind of nail Superman. Except him and him and Lois drink wine every night, every episode. I don't know if you noticed that. Just yeah. like huge glasses of wine. And it would night. do nothing to Superman, so he just drinks yeah. it for the taste, clearly. I guess so, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, There's no all, way he could get drunk. I mean, he has a super refined palate, so if anything, he yeah. can taste things that we can't. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me wonder, how does he shave in Man of Steel? Just with the... <laughs> <laughs> he just scratches with, with his own hair, with his own hands. <laughs> that would actually be so cool if you could shave that way. That would be easy. Just like, yeah, I bet that's how. No, you're right. How does I mean? But how does he do a lot of things? How does he wipe his ass? <laughs> like, wouldn't the what? shit? <laughs> well, because like you're saying that like human metal razors wouldn't be able to cut the follicles of a Kryptonian. So in right. that regard, would a simple Charmin toilet paper be get be able to get <laughs> Kryptonian <laughs> shit out of a butthole? <laughs> 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 that that is a great point. So that means Superman bare hand wipes his ass, <laughs> <laughs> and then just washes it, and then just washes it. Yeah, or heat visions it, or heat visions. Yeah, heats it off. Oh yeah, Saturday's or freeze kill all bacteria for sure. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, maybe he freezes it over so when it thaws and he shakes someone's hands, he can give them like norovirus. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that would be a way to get back at the like that. Well, I like the way he got the dude in the bar. He just destroyed his truck and like put it in like a. He put a tree was in the middle with of the electrical it. Yeah. pole. Oh, yeah. yeah, the electrical pole. Yeah, that was a cool scene because that dude just like tries to shove him and he doesn't go anywhere. That's cool. Yeah. It's such a little detail. He like full on like two arm shoves him, but Superman doesn't even budge. Yep. And then he like looks at him. He's like, "What the fuck." <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm gonna have to ask. How many Joe Peasies? Joe Peasies. Where we at with the J and the P? I'm gonna let you guys go first this time. Yeah, yeah. Cody, I'm gonna I'll let go you go first. Me? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give it a four point six. Okay. Okay. That's all you're giving it, really. You said you loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a perfect movie, man. I just love it. Wow, that surprised me. Okay. I might give it a higher sc- no, I'm uh, I think I, I would say the same as Cody, honestly. I would say four point five. Maybe even a five. I, it's I was, I I'm gonna say a five, honestly. It's not a perfect movie, but it's cool. I almost said four point nine, but then for some mm. reason I, at the last second I dropped down. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to stick with 4.5. It's that I remember the twister scene again. Fuck that. I'm sticking with five. <laughs> twister scene and all. Dude, I might give it a nice in the middle of 4.8. There we go. Nice. I hope we get a Man of Steel too. Not going to lie. I want Henry Cavill back in his, a solo movie. Yeah, that would be cool. Dude, what if he gets scooped up by Marvel now? Uh, as Captain Britain, he has hinted at that. Yeah. Do we, I want him to play someone cooler than Captain Britain. I want him to be Sentry. Fuck That'd be it. Cool. <laughs> That'd Literally be cool. the Marvel Superman. Dude, no. I honestly just <laughs> I don't care. I don't want I don't want him to be Marvel. I'm t- uh, Marvel's just doing too much. Uh-oh. Sounds like Marvel's losing you, Cody. Yeah. You've been saying that a yeah, lot lately. Been, so. Yeah, exactly. Are losing we losing? Uh oh. Yeah. What does Marvel need to do to keep you? Invested. Less, it seems. Dude, we don't need two and a half hour stepping stones to move your universe along. Just do less and do it better. Are you guys excited for Hawkeye? Fuck yeah. I am. And know why? Because I, I really think Kingpin is showing up in that show. That'd be cool. I think it's really going to... I mean, it looks like it draws Ooh. super heavily from Matt Fraction's run. I also yeah. just thought of something now that you I said... I do love that run. Now that you said Kingpin... Okay, so this is... Oh, shit. I got a whole idea. Go for it. Okay, so we see post-snap Hawkeye is Ronan and he's killing all kinds of organized crime motherfuckers, right? Uh-huh. And then the snap gets back and we see in the trailer for Hawkeye that like clearly organized crime people are now coming for the girl who's dressing up as Ronan. And uh, I think it'd be cool Kate if, Bishop, like, yeah, yeah Kate Bishop. I, th- I think it'd be cool if after the snap, Kingpin like takes advantage of all the chaos and becomes like head of some a lot of the crime. You know, that would be awesome because he there is precedent for that in the comics when they do War of the Realms, which is like Thor's big event that happened a few years back. That's what happens. Like New York City is like trapped, and Kingpin 
saves a bunch of people, and that's how he becomes mayor of New York City. They're like, you saved this kingdom. But what makes me even, besides the rumors, Echo is going to be introduced, right? The character Echo is going to be introduced in Hawkeye. And in the comics, Kingpin is her father. Right. I don't literally know who Echo is. Away. Who's Echo? She's a Daredevil character. She's deaf, and she's like a good hand-to-hand combatant. Think like how Daredevil has heightened senses because he's blind. Oh. Uh, it's kind of the same thing with her. Heightened because she's deaf. I guess. She's just a good fighter, but also just like she grew up in organized crime. So yeah. she's mm. just, you know... I don't know. That's her. I don't know her. She doesn't really have powers powers. But in the yeah. comics now, she's Phoenix. <laughs> Whoa, really? She has Phoenix powers. Yep. That's weird. That's weird. I have no idea. There was like a tournament where all the Avengers have to fight each other to become Phoenix. So Mortal Kombat, but for the title of Phoenix. <laughs> yep. I didn't read it, but uh, I don't know. That's what happens. That's pretty crazy. That's uh, (laughs) Marvel. That's the only good thing about Marvel constantly doing shit is they have so much room to just like do random weird stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like I like weird stuff in comics. Don't get me wrong. It's just if it works, it works. If it doesn't, try something else. I'm saying that's a pro. Yeah, I'm saying I haven't read the story. It could honestly be dog shit that they do that. You know? Yeah. I mean, it sounds dumb, but <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dumb in the cool Mortal Kombat kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want the plot to make sense. I just want Avengers fighting for the title of Phoenix. Yeah. Capcom, make this a video game for me. Ooh, Ooh that's a good idea. That'd be idea. cool. Mortal you Kombat, know? but with the Avengers. Yeah. That'd be sick. Oh, well, we saw today multiverses. That's not going to yeah, be Avengers. Yeah, it looks fun, honestly. It looks what great. I'm excited. It looks like Smash Brothers, but with exactly cartoon characters. Yep, and it's free to play, so bring it Oh, on. is it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so no <laughs> one has an excuse yeah. not to play. <laughs> it's a okay. new game called, was it? <laughs> What's it called? Oh, multiverses. It's a, it's a Smash. It's literally like a Smash fighting clone. And it's going to have like what they showed today. It has like Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny, Batman, Superman, Harley Quinn, the kid from what's it called? Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Yeah. Steven Universe. And there's going to be more. I think there's going to be Gandalf. I think I heard uh, there's going to be like even like Ren and Stimpy because there's a bunch of Nickelodeon characters in there. There's a Nickelodeon one that already came out. Yeah. This looks way better than that. Yeah. Yeah, You're confusing confusing the two. But that Nickelodeon game looks like trash. Does it handle like trash? Oh, you I played mean, it? It's just like yeah, Ko has it. He loves it, but it's <laughs> just it's just like a bad Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that. whereas this one, they actually got like Kevin Conroy to voice Batman, so they have like the the voice cast. Whereas Wait, Nickelodeon, and did you say Gandalf's gonna be in it? Yeah, he is. That's insane. I wonder if a Clockwork Orange guys are gonna be in it too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be the only way I'd allow for the movie to make those choices. Yeah, <laughs> get all of those characters. That would be sick. Nice. Yeah, dude. Except I don't want. Uh, I don't keep Clockwork Orange guy out of it. Yeah, we don't. We don't need. A, <laughs> well, no, I was just saying because you said they were in the new Space Jam movie. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, that's WB. So there, and that's go. WB also. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think there'll be good DLC characters. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what you're gonna have to pay for the DLC. Yeah, you gotta pay for the Orange Clockwork Orange guys. <laughs> <laughs> That Ooh. that pack in- includes uh, Pepe Le Pew too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the sex offenders package. Yeah, no, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Spacey from Baby Drivers also oh, a character. <laughs> Who from Baby Drivers? Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey from Baby Drivers. <laughs> Lex Luthor. It's it, Lex Luthor. Yeah, it connects. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, you guys, I think that concludes our Man yeah. of Steel episode. Yeah, I like this combo a lot. Yeah, this is uh, Superman's always good to talk about. And yeah, next time we do Superman thing, we'll probably do All Star Superman. Yeah, I wonder if the Snyder people are going to get mad. Like people online, the Snyder cult people, or dude, they let's get, get mad very easily. Pissed. I hope they get pissed. So let's they share inflammatory like, shit this week or next week. And just <laughs> let's like, yeah, do it. Snyder, fuck Snyder. Sluts. Yeah, just have <laughs> Zack Snyder on every platform. Be like, "Fuck you, dude!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, eat my shit, Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker Punch sucked. Yeah, Sucker Punch did suck. It did. <laughs>
300 is probably my favorite Zack Snyder movie. 300's cool. I don't know if it holds up, honestly. It looks cool. Like, I think that's what Zack Snyder is good at. He has it's this very, stylistic... It's very accurate to the comic. Yeah. Dude, you're, you're missing, though, dude. My favorite Zack Snyder movie, no doubt, is Dawn of the Dead. Mm, Dawn I don't of think the I've Dead is pretty Dawn good. Dude, it's when they're all quick and shit. It's honestly, like, the best zombie movie. Is that the one with Mackay Pfeiffer? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that one is sick. Because yeah, the scene was, where the zombie baby is yeah, born. Yeah, his Mackay Pfeiffer's wife gives birth to the zombie baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, he dude. just came out with a new zombie movie, Army of On the Netflix, Dead. With the Batista. It was really bad. Mm. Yeah, I heard it wasn't that good either. I watched it in an airport, and it was better <laughs> than being not watching it in an airport, but also not great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, well, thanks for tuning in to Comics and Chronic. I'm Jacob H. Anthony Anaccio. Cody Cannon. You're not all three of us. That's a lot. I'm I, I, am, now, I am now the Unimind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Hell yeah. Peace. Later. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.